Hello, I'm Monica Reinagel, the Nutrition Diva, here with your quick and dirty tips for eating well and feeling fabulous. A couple of weeks ago, I wrote about a new meat alternative called the Impossible Burger and how it compares with real beef, both nutritionally and in flavor and texture. Almost immediately, I started getting emails from listeners who wanted to know how the Impossible Burger compared with another meatless burger called the Beyond Burger. So today, we'll have part two of what has become a series on meatless burgers that are taking veggie burgers to a much meatier level. Kate wrote me and said, I tried the Beyond Burger once at a restaurant and I thought it tasted delicious. I like the idea of having plant-based alternatives for things like burgers, but I'm wary of the tendency to assume that just because something is vegan or vegetarian, it's healthier. And that's primarily because of your show. As a result, I don't buy many processed vegan foods, but maybe this one is worth it. Well, okay, let's take a closer look and see. Like the Impossible Burger, the Beyond Burger is a veggie burger that goes out of its way to mimic the look, taste, and texture of real ground beef. So if you're the kind of vegan that finds the thought of eating meat revolting, then neither one of these products is likely to appeal to you. But if, like Kate, you enjoy eating the real thing, but also like the idea of cutting down on your consumption of red meat, either one of these might fit the bill. Like the Impossible Burger, the Beyond Burger also looks like raw ground beef when you buy it. After cooking, it's still pink in the center. Now, in the case of the Impossible Burger, the color comes from heme, a form of iron that's normally only found in animals. The color in the Beyond Burger, on the other hand, is supplied by beet extract. But the heme iron in the Impossible Burger imparts more than just color. Heme also contributes a characteristic metallic flavor that we associate primarily with red meat. Well, how do the two stack up nutritionally? Let me just start by saying that the nutritional differences between these two burgers are not huge. Both of them are under 300 calories for a four-ounce burger. But there are a few differences that are worth mentioning. Although the Beyond Burger is slightly higher in total fat, it is much lower in saturated fat because it uses both canola and coconut oil, while the Impossible Burger uses only coconut oil. The Beyond Burger is also significantly lower in sodium, and it offers a small amount of fiber. The Impossible Burger, on the other hand, is about 25% higher in protein. But there are also some important differences in where the protein comes from. The Impossible Burger gets its protein from wheat and potato, and it also contains a small amount of soy. The Beyond Burger, on the other hand, is made from pea protein. So for those who are sensitive to wheat or soy, the advantage clearly goes to the Beyond Burger. However, pea protein can have different consequences. It's somewhat notorious for producing a lot of gas, particularly if you're not used to eating it. So you might not want to try the Beyond Burger for the first time on a first date. And now, how do the Impossible Burger and the Beyond Burger taste? Well, both of these products do a great job mimicking the appearance and the texture of real ground beef. In terms of the flavor, now this is a subjective judgment, but I think the Impossible Burger comes much closer to the taste of beef, and that's probably due to the heme iron. Although the Beyond Burger doesn't taste beanie in any way, I did find it a little more bland than the Impossible Burger. But I would find either one of these perfectly enjoyable at a backyard barbecue or a burger joint. 
One more important difference, for the time being anyway, the Beyond Burger is the only one that you're going to be able to find at your local grocery store. So far, the Impossible Burger is only available in restaurants. But is this fake meat just too processed to be considered healthy? Well, that's a reasonable question. As Kate alluded to in her email, neither of these products could be considered a minimally processed food. A lot of manipulation has gone into transforming peas and potatoes into something that looks and tastes an awful lot like a hamburger. The Impossible Burger gets credit for having a slightly shorter and somewhat more recognizable ingredient list. But if your goal is to eat more whole and minimally processed foods, both of these burgers would probably belong in the category of something that you'd enjoy occasionally, but not as a daily staple. On the other hand, if your goal is to eat less meat and more plant-based protein, you might decide that more has been gained than lost here. I don't think all processed foods can be lumped into the same nefarious category. Processing can strip away nutrients, and it's very often used to turn cheap ingredients into hyper-palatable junk food. But processing can also sometimes improve the nutritional profile of a food, or serve other noble purposes, such as reducing food waste, or in this case, reducing beef consumption. This same question about how much processing is too much came up recently in a blog post I wrote on Halo Top ice cream, the low-calorie, high-protein ice cream that everybody's going crazy about. You can find that on my blog at nutritionovereasy.com. But what's your take? Have you tried the Beyond Burger or the Impossible Burger? Do beefless burgers have a place in your diet? Why or why not? I'd love to hear from you. You can post your thoughts on the Nutrition Diva Facebook page or on our website at nutritiondiva.quickanddirtytips.com. This is Monica Reinagel for the Nutrition Diva podcast. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next week. 